0: hey associates this podcast is just your audio recording um for the mini user ebook project and so uh i'm not gonna give like a bunch of extra context or anything necessarily here it really is for those of you who do a little bit better just processing information um, through audio rather than trying to read um, read the entire project assignment. Uh, so now you're just kind of starting at the top. I do recommend you listen maybe and follow along, um, but also recognize you might be listening to this maybe in the car, maybe while you're walking to campus to just refresh and understand what this project is about. So this is our mini user ebook. So your technical writing and design challenge, right? The headspace to be in is creating a mini user ebook. A user guide or an ebook, what you're really creating, is a document or set of documents that provide specific instructions on how to use a product. It typically includes an overview of the product, remember from our descriptions, right, you've you've practiced doing product overviews, Uh, step-by-step instructions for performing tasks, so that's kind of the new skill you're building troubleshooting tips, and a reference section. User guides can be created for a variety of products, including equipment, software programs, and hardware devices. So with that context in mind, what you're actually creating is a, uh, create a useful, usable, equitable, and enjoyable manual and ebook for students about a Microsoft 365 app to help them succeed. So you're gonna create a manual, basically designed for UCCS students about a Microsoft 365 tool app that they could use for student success. You will design a digital booklet with uh, around 10 steps and visuals to walk them through the process. The ebook runs between five to 10 pages with headings, visuals, tables, bullet points, and other design features included. Note this isn't a hard page count that five to 10 It's just an outcome of solving the writing and design challenge. Your ebook will be highly visual to practice showing users what to do. Okay. Right, so you're making a really nice, highly designed, super visual ebook about a Microsoft app. It will if it's fewer than five pages we probably are running into a lack of content as well as really really tiny visuals so probably you'll need at least five pages to accomplish everything Um, but the 10 pages not necessarily a hard page count um, because depending on your design choices you know it could run much more than that even though the content itself is you know on par with everybody else Um, so that's kind of your big picture now Key details. Project timeline. The due date is October 20th at 5 p.m. After feedback, you can revise until November 17th at midnight. You will submit your usability test results, which is a separate project. Uh, by October 19th. So that's the day before the eBooks due. Although you should run the user testing as early as possible to give yourself time to revise and redesign based on the results. Uh, We are going to practice running and setting up usability tests um, in workshop uh, the week of October 9th. So that Monday, the 9th, or if you're in the Wednesday section on the 11th, um, make sure to you know, come plan to come to class, especially obviously always come to class if you can. But especially try to come that that week because we will actually practice and work on setting up your usability tests, so you can run them that week and have plenty of time to analyze your data. Uh, here's a recommended project pace just to help you manage your tasks. Obviously, take this basic kind of milestones and fill in your own sub deadlines or what you need. So the very first thing you should do. Kind of in the week of September 25th ish, um, explore the 365 apps that you have access to as a student. And I recommend making a SWOT analysis, so the strength, weakness, opportunities, threats, to just help pick the best option. Uh, and then in that kind of same week, so by, by September 30th, um, you should test a few use cases really review these project requirements again and finalize your topic remember the only way we can choose the best option is if we give ourselves options right we can't make a choice if we just go with the very first thing that pops in our head Uh, so do some of that work to choose the best option the thing you want to do for this project Um, then in the next like kind of week or so. So by October 5th, I recommend you have done the research on the accessibility features of the app with secondary sources. So you will be doing some research and talking about the accessibility of that app, which goes into how it helps people succeed. Um, And you will be citing some sources there. Uh, Then kind of maybe by October 6th, create your outline and possibly even a wireframe or mock-ups, just really loose layouts of what your ebook is going to include and look like. By October 10th, actually draft your ebook content, and I actually recommend you do it in Microsoft Word first, just so you have more of that word processing power, editing power. Just get the content, the words down, uh, and then you can copy them you know, into your more graphic program um by October 12th, have your usability test plan in place. So again, during workshop that week we'll practice doing um, a usability test and we'll work on these plans, but you will need to finish your test plan on your own at home. Um, and then somewhere between October 12th and the 16th you probably want to conduct your usability test uh, so that way you have some time to analyze the results by the, by the due date of October 19th for the test results. And then revise and edit your ebook uh, and have it ready to submit on October 20th. Uh, So you again have, we basically are working on a four week project management schedule. Um, And so first week, pick your topics, Second week, really get to drafting planning. Third week is dedicated to your usability test. So that way the fourth week is all about revising and turning in your final project. So here are the specific uh, project specifications. And so uh, I'm gonna go through first explain the skill. That's the main thing that you're actually practicing. Remember, every project is about Practicing a skill that we need. And there's a lot of different ways you can practice that skill. Um, And so then I'll give you the requirement in the project that ultimately is there because that's how we're going to be practicing this skill. Uh, And then the reasons and the goal. So your performance goal, what really you should be striving to do. That performance goal is the very effective score on the rubric, um, though you only need a functional score to complete the project. But right, we're all trying to be more than functional, right? We wanna be very effective. So the first um, spe- specification, you're producing a usable, useful, enjoyable ebook that provides a tutorial for a student productivity app. What that means is an ebook with document design elements about a 365 app, Pick one app, just one, and one process inside that app that students might find useful. So you're not doing a whole manual about every single thing this app can do. Pick one specific kind of task, one specific function thing thing that the app does, and that's what you're going to write your tutorial on. your ebook needs to be created in a digital design program so powerpoint canva adobe express or related software that has high graphic capabilities you do not want to create your ebook in word here because word is good for a high text to visual ratio here we want to do more of a visual right to text ratio and word is just not built to deal with extensive kind of graphics it likes Paragraphs and words, right? Um, you do need to use the common aspect ratio for eBooks, which is at a one to one point six. You can choose if it's landscape or portrait. I do actually recommend portrait. So instead, I would do my width at sixteen hundred pixels, height at. Two 2560, 2,560 pixels, Um, so that way it is basically a tall, kind of skinny-ish document, since a lot of these ebooks and guides are opened on uh, mobile, or if somebody is on the computer, they're probably split-screening, so that way they can have the app open in maybe even three-quarters of their screen, and your ebook just open, you know, in a nice, kind of skinny section of their screen. Uh, Why are you doing this? Practices are technological adaptability while you learn a new productivity workplace app. So one of the reasons I chose this specific prompt is to, you know, look, you force you to explore tools available that you might find helpful, that you might find to help your success, your productivity. as well Uh, and then we're using that aspect ratio also because that is what Amazon direct publishing like Kindle direct publishing recommends in their guidelines on top of the reasons I just mentioned Um, in terms of the performance goals how you're graded on this skill I'll be looking to see did you make a realistic professional booklet targeted clearly to university students that helps them use a 365 app for success all right, so that's the kind of the big picture skill now. Um, additional uh, skills that you are practicing. So you need to choose a descriptive and inviting title page. That's the skill. What that actually means for the project is build a title page with an illustration, rendering, line art, or photograph representing the content. So I should be able to look at the title and be like, cool, and look at the photos, imagery, graphics on your title and say, yeah, I'm invited to read this and I know what it's about. Why? Practices, genre conventions, ebooks have title pages, and communicating visually. So that's the other big thing that we have to practice, right? Building a title page that isn't just decorative, but actually communicates uh you know the message to your readers tells them what they're about to experience through more than just the words um and you'll be graded on if the reader has no questions about which app app version date and process within the app is covered by the ebook based on the text and the visuals and your title is short simple and complete with a meaningful visual next kind of after your title page, I'll be looking for an introduction. So you need to practice explaining the purpose and value of a task for specific audiences, which means you write an introduction with the purpose of your user guide and value of the task to students um and why we're practicing prioritizing information for the audience and purpose to document the most useful aspects Uh, so very similar to what you practice on the last project we're building on that here again with a different audience um so i'm grading you on if your language is clearly directed towards a student audience what with a when and a why described through the purpose of the task and a reader would know exactly what this ebook will help them accomplish and how it helps them as a student with future professional connections so setting them up for continued productivity and success in the workplace as well next you need to describe the high-level functions of an app in one to two paragraphs. So you're giving a summary. So again, return to the skills. We're building on it now in a specific context, that, that um, product description. So you're going to give a summary description about the Microsoft app, why practices, attention to details that make products unique, and I'm grading you on if you described the purpose with complete clarity in one to two paragraphs or blocks of content. Uh, you know, Paragraphs do mean something a little different for tech writing. It's just the chunk of content. Users should understand what the app is best suited for and why it is in the Microsoft productivity suite. So what is its functions? How does it relate to their success? Then this is a new new skill, right? So those were some things we've been practicing. Here's now a new skill we're um, implementing. I want you to question how accessibility is prioritized or not in product development, which means you need to include a researched statement about how Microsoft is building accessibility into their product or not, and how this product represents an inclusive tool to help all students succeed. So you're practicing some critical thinking some empathy building to broaden user experiences we started doing this a little bit right you read that workshop prep about universal design in the digital sphere so return to that and then find additional sources so that way you can have a really insightful well-researched statement about if this app is accessible to most people where they have gaps why why not So I'm grading you on if you clearly explain how Microsoft is building accessibility into their product and how this product represents an inclusive tool or not to help students succeed. And if it's in uh, the one to two paragraphs, blocks of content show strengths, weaknesses, opportunities, and threats present in the product as they relate to student use. You know, with that, because it's a research statement uh, and in this unit for this project, we're covering secondary research and citation. specifically, you also will be um, graded on and practicing uh, if you can cite research with information that helps audiences identify the sources. That's the key skill here. What that means, cite at least two sources in your assessment of Microsoft's accessibility and how this product can help increase equity and inclusion in learning. You're doing this to practice locating and synthesizing information and I'm grading you on if you cite at least two sources that clearly relate to accessibility and how the product can help increase equity and inclusion in learning, right? And these sources need to be logical and diverse to show your synthesis, so connecting across content, not just citing the same thing or the same author over and over, that build an ethical assessment of the product. The citations need to have informative hyperlinks, so, when I read the hyperlink, I actually know what it is I'm about to click on. It's not just a here, like, okay, where? what is here taking me, right? So make get informative, right? The 2023 study on blah, 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 right? That's a more informative hyperlink than here, right? Um, so informative hyperlinks embedded in the text or practice using IEEE footnotes or endnote style. All right. Uh, four more. So you also, and this is kind of the the meat of it, after you get through all that nice introductory context building, then you will write clear and command focus steps to complete a task. So I'm looking for eight to 10-ish steps that reflect the task from start to finish. You may have sub steps under your eight to 10 main instructions. So when you're thinking about what topic to pick, make sure that it is you know, challenging enough, like technical enough, that it would require at least like eight-ish steps. Uh, Otherwise, you're just not practicing, right? Writing clear command focus steps enough. So we have to get at least kind of eight reps in to say, okay, yeah, right, we've we've repeated that practice of writing a command, you know, statement enough times. Um, And why practice is writing in command voice. So how I'm grading you? Did you write eight to 10, could be more, but eight to 10 steps to complete a specific task that unfamiliar readers can follow? Each step uses strong verbs that direct the action and limit confusion in a command style, and that you also included expanded descriptions, definitions, and context throughout with special notes and call-outs. So did you just give me the steps or did you give me the steps and when, it made sense for the user. Did you add extra stuff right to your manual that helps me actually use that information? Is that key thing? Um, Give us some extra details for that very effective score. All right. Uh, Then again, very visual focus. So you need to practice generating appropriate visuals that uh, guide user understanding of a task, which means you need At least, you should definitely have more probably, but at least, you know, three illustration line drawings or photographs, screen captures representing the steps of the process um and why i really want you to practice visual generation and visual thinking visual communication of ideas right so this one less dependent on wordy words way more dependent on that strong visual thinking visual communication for these steps so i'm grading you on if you um, have unique and custom visuals provide that provide added support to the written steps and if the visuals include annotations, details, and high quality views of the step. So is this visual meaningful? And can I see all the details? Can I use it even if your words weren't there? Could I still understand what's going on? Um, Think about, uh, so like a lot of furniture, right? Often have very, very few words because of international audiences and translations, but they make sure the visuals are clear, you know, to greater or lesser extent but the visuals can be clear so that way even without words we still know what's going on and then we have the words and the combination is what makes the most clear easiest to follow instructions all right then the last ones um are more just of our general what we always need to do so use your editing tools and techniques for correct polished writing the copy word structure is readable and meets basic american english standards again you know proofread. Um, Why practices revising content to meet expectations of a general audience and grading you on if you used a language to convey the exact meaning of with clarity and it's largely error free. You know, I'm not worried about the occasional mistype. We all have mistypes and typos and little mistakes here and there. It's the like consistent like okay you have a pattern now and this is really hurting the audience and like really hard to consume um so i'll be looking to see if it seems like our editing checklist was used to revise and polish the work uh then integrate crap visual principles for skippable scannable skimmable design so you need to use a combination of headings font changes color bullet points tables diagrams and callouts, etc to convey meaning why practices designing information to complement and enhance the content you provide, and I'll be grading to see if you used a variety of design tools with unique or custom choices to effectively improve the layout and showcase your skills. So really, do you have that combination of the headings, the font change, all of that to actually convey the meaning itself and do it in more unique, interesting ways, not just using the default all the time. Uh, And then last for this project, you will do usability testing, um, but you actually submit that to a separate portal by October 19th, and we will spend, as I mentioned at the top of this, a lot of time in class preparing for that. So if you miss that week's workshop, um, you definitely will not need to watch the recording, maybe check in with one of your team members from the past project that um, can help you with some of those notes Um, but basically you'll be doing usability testing with six people so six real life people to identify your strengths weaknesses opportunities related to the accuracy clarity and task completion in your ebook and you will fill out a little scorecard again we'll practice and create that in workshop Um, the template is available as well. Um, so that way, you are practicing reflecting on your creative process while increasing empathy to help users and introduces you to some ideas for primary research, which will build into our final project of the semester. Uh, And that's the key thing of what this project's about. Uh, And so you can access templates and samples. So I have templates for PowerPoint, templates for Canva, the usability scorecard template that you can download. I've also pulled like six, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven um, uh, examples of different eBooks. Two are specific to this project from past students and the other ones, you know, are related to designing instructions and ebooks. I also have created video context for the sample, so I just quickly in like five, six minutes, talk about what you might notice or change or address. Um, So, that's there for you in Canvas. I have tutorials, tools, and tips. So, find the stage or area of the project you need support in the first column of the table, and then the second list guides, which are going to be more written content, tutorials, which are going to be video content, uh, tools, and just other tips that you can use and should use and should look at and should engage with. Uh, Remember, productivity is aligning your resources to make a to meet the goal. Practicing your agency is actually making choices to get where you need to go. Um, So make the choice to use and look at and watch and read these guides and tutorials. Um, So there's stuff on planning and writing content, including a refresher on style instructions. There's stuff to help you with research and citing your content. Um, designing and creating content. I got a tutorial for the key tools in PowerPoint that you'll need to use, Canva that you'll need to use, how to create screenshots, um, planning and running usability tests. There's a little tutorial there. Editing and proofing content, and then some stuff on using AI to generate content, including a video on different prompts that you might input to help you complete the project. Uh, In terms of submission and grading notes, uh, your usability test results need to be submitted to a different project portal and that is linked on Canvas as well as in the Project Quick Access module. Uh, the ebook needs to be submitted as a PDF file, so export your PowerPoint, Canva file, or other file type into PDF first. We are making static flack PDF ebooks um, rather than interactive ebooks, um, mainly just because at the you know, intro level class and what probably you'll do in your career. Uh, Flat PDFs are fine and practice what you need to practice. Um, You must earn a functional or very effective on A plus of the specifications listed to complete this project. So review the rubric for all those details on what functional versus developing scores look like. And priority grading is October 20th. The priority group will receive feedback by November 3rd, end of day. The portal closes to revisions and resubmissions on November 17th. After that, there's lots of frequently asked questions that you can kind of go through that just re rephrases, restates uh, everything from earlier, um, big, a few of the frequently asked questions that I'll just go through. Um, that I know you'll probably have questions about. Is this a team project? No, this is an individual submission. Um, Can we use images from Google? No, unlike the last project, which was an internal audience, this situation assumes a public facing document. You need to use creative licensed content or generate your own. You can use AI to generate images for you. And in that case, you need to have a caption stating something along the lines of image generated with tool using keywords Um, the screenshots will come from the app itself take your own screenshots uh, and then sort of that screenshot content falls much more uh, neatly under transformative protections with negligible impact on Microsoft's market value Um, but do make sure since you are taking screenshots of an app uh, that you are not then selling your ebook to your friends for money right so just make sure you don't put any commercial value on it um, since uh, you are um, using screenshots from Microsoft Um, Otherwise, you'll cite information in IEEE or in hyperlinks, and um, yeah, those those are kind of the key things. So really quickly, just a quick recap. What are you supposed to do on the project? Purpose is to create a useful, usable, equitable, and enjoyable manual ebook for students about a Microsoft 365 app to help them succeed. Step one, pick any of the apps made by Microsoft in our 365 access for this project. Step two. Learn that tool and select a function that would be useful to students if they knew about it. Step 3. Draft your ebook with the summary and steps to complete the task. Step 4. Research the accessibility of the app and analyze a few sources about it. Cite them. Step 5. Test your ebook prototype on real users. Step 6. Analyze your test results and make improvements and step seven, submit your ebook. Uh, And that's what we're doing on this mini user ebook project. Make sure to use Canvas for links to all of those guides, tutorials, videos, and samples. I look forward to seeing what you create. Bye, associates.